My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, see that you, see that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The gospel of the Lord is to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Lots of exciting things in this gospel, terrifying things, powerful things. Fire coming to consume all the evildoers. Wars and insurrections and rumors of wars. Plagues, famines, earthquakes. Great persecutions. Families turning on families. People being dragged before kings and princes. Ready to give testimony only at the direction of the Lord himself. But in the midst of all that, there was this little line from the letter of St. Paul the Thessalonians. I hear there are some among you who will not work. If you don't work, you shouldn't eat. Strange, but the background, the context for that phrase for the second letter of the Thessalonians that completely is that strong belief in the early Christian communities that the return of the Lord, the return of Jesus to rule the earth was about to happen at any moment. And so some had seen, realizing that all of this was going to be transformed by Christ, didn't see much point in doing things like working, planting crops that would never be harvested, building things that would just pass away, buying things that you could never use, Selling things for which you could never utilize the profits. Why work when everything's passing away? 
Curiously, however, they still thought it was important to eat. And Paul chastises them because that attitude, that belief was somehow a denial that anything in this world is at all worthwhile. Yes, this world will pass away and be transformed into the world to come. But Paul is telling them, it's still important that you engage in the work of this world. Because somehow or another, that's part of the world to come. So don't give up on this world. Keep investing in it. Be part of its transformation. And most important of all, do the work that the next world is, that we are waiting for the next world to have. Do the work of justice. Do the work of peace. Do the work of love. We actually meet in these scriptures today three different attitudes about this world and the world to come. There was that attitude. This world doesn't matter at all. It's just the world to come. So let's just wait for it and ignore everything here. Then there are those who are going to do the battles and the fighting and the wars and revolutions and insurrections and persecution. For them, the world to come doesn't matter at all. In fact, what they would like to do more than anything else is keep this world just the way it is and not worry about it being transformed. In fact, their object and their goal is to win this world, to be its rulers, to have dominance and control over all of it. Constant struggle for power. Who's in charge? Who's, who's more powerful? Who's going to rule? Who's going to be honored and homaged? And all of history is just about the give and take of power in this world. The world to come, where God is the king, and we are all subject to God's love, holds no great interest for them because it's so much more fun to fight and try to win this world. But the third attitude is the attitude that Paul is calling the Thessalonians to and that Jesus is calling his disciples to. And that is, it's true. This world will pass away and be transformed by love into the world to come. It's true. Nothing that you build in this world, including this beautiful temple with all of its gorgeous stones and jewels, is going to last. It's true. Anything you build, anything you plant, anything you invent, anything you discover in this world may not be all that important in the next world and it will pass away. But this world is still important. Your work is still important. The work of your hands matters. The work of your hearts matter even more. It is in this world that we learn how we're going to live in the next world. And so the importance of this world is to allow ourselves to be taught the lessons that we will need for eternity. 
the lessons of love, the lessons of justice, the lessons of trust, not in ourselves, but in the one who loves us, the lessons of sharing, the lessons of humility, the lessons of compassion, the lessons of generosity. Jesus is calling us and Paul was calling the Thessalonians to live here in this world as though it has already been transformed into the world to come. For we could really all use the practice. We're going to be doing it for the rest of eternity.